We're taking you inside the mind of a man. This is How Men Think, an iHeartRadio podcast. Hey, everyone. I'm Tyler Cameron, and you may know me as a contestant from The Bachelor season, but I am also an entrepreneur, the author of You Deserve Better, and co-founder of the Andrea C. Cameron Foundation. And I'm currently competing on the FOSS competition series, The Real Dirty Dancing. I am so happy to be guest hosting how men think I'm going to answer all your questions and solve the fascinating questions of how men think or do we. But first, this is 11 questions with Tyler Cameron. Let's get into it. What are you known for? Tell us about yourself. I guess what I'm known for is my time on The Bachelorette. Um, that's kind of how I came onto the scene. Uh, but tell you about myself. I was a kid born and raised in Jupiter, Florida. Um, got it. You know, I was a football player. You know, tried playing pro, got cut by the Ravens a couple times. Uh, then I got hurt. My career was done. I was a broke jock at this point. Um, went back to school, finished up my MBA, uh, got my GC license, and I started building houses. And um, just got my first house going, and then the bachelorette called, and uh, they wanted me to come on the show. And that was kind of how I got my start. And now I'm you know, back and forth between New York and Florida and building houses and kind of doing the same thing still. Um, who are you in your personal life? Uh, me, I just like to be home with my friends that I grew up with, uh, my family. Um, I'm a very simple guy. I like to be on my boat, I like to be on the water, uh, like to just honestly be home and be in Jupiter, Florida. It's my happy place. So that's kind of my personal life. Three shows that I am binge watching right now. Right now, I'm watching Friday Night Lights. I've never seen the TV show. I'm a football guy. I fell in love with the show just recently watching it. Another one is Made, incredible show on Netflix. Um, really kind of opens your eyes to domestic violence and how you know rough that can really be. It really changed my, you know, showed me so much about that world that I just never saw or could imagine. Um, very, very great show. And then Kevin Hart has a show on there called True Story. And it's Kevin Hart not being funny, being serious, drama. And he, one, crushes it. And two, it's just a show full of anxiety. It's like, oh, my God, how can this happen? How can that happen? So those are my three shows. Check them out. Friday Night Lights, Made, and True Story. What is my favorite food? Either a steak or a cheeseburger. Um, my brother's steaks are number one. He can cook so damn good. And my favorite burger is from place called Fort Charles, but it's the same burger, Oshabal and Restoration Hardware. Go check those burgers out and get back to me. Best burger in the world. Number two, Shake Shack. Um, tell us about your career. My career. Um, well, I'm into building houses. I'm building four houses right now. Uh, they're spec homes, so I'm building them on the speculation that somebody buys them. Uh, so I'm designing it, doing all that fun stuff. Um, I'm working with my pops, which has been a lot of fun. But also we butt up heads a little bit, you know, on design ideas and whatnot. But, uh, you know, that's that's that part of my life. Uh, I also own two restaurants working on getting my third. I just just signed a deal today and close hopefully in a month for my third restaurant. So very excited about that. Uh, it's all about the health food space. And then I just love, you know, fitness and I want to do more in that world. And I guess I'm just kind of all over the place. You know, my dad always says, you know, go with the money. Uh, what's your biggest fear in life? Um, my biggest fear in life is to, to not have a family. Um, I want to be a dad. Uh, I want to be a husband. Uh, I want to raise kids. I want to have a bunch of land and let them all run around and, 
and be goofballs and let me join them with them, you know? So I think not having a family is definitely my biggest fear in life. Uh, what is my biggest pet peeve? All right. If I call you and you text me back, what's up? We fighting. I hate that. Just call me. Call me back. I don't want to. I'm, I'm probably driving or something, so I can't text. So call me back. Uh, so if I'm driving or if I'm calling you, don't text me. Call me back. Uh, what makes you the most happy? For me, the things that make me the most happy is being home, being with my friends, being with my family. Uh, those are the most important people in my life. Uh, being with my dog. So getting back to Jupiter, Florida and just being around the people that I love. And, you know, last night I watched an episode of Real Direct Dancing. I sat next to my Nana and got to share that experience with her. And to me, that's what it's all about. Um, what is your ideal Saturday morning? Ooh, this is my favorite Saturday ritual. So if you guys know me, you guys know my trainer, Phil Fit. He's also a big brother to me. I've, known, I've been working with him since I was in seventh grade. That's my guy. It's my big brother. I love him to death. So Phil comes over. All my friends come over. And Phil works us out in the garage, in the driveway, down the street. All the neighbors are watching us because we look like radiates, but Phil is killing us. We're dying. So we'll do a Phil Fit workout. We'll go to my restaurant, Three Natives. We'll all get a healthy little uh, luncheon afterwards. And then after that, we go hit the boat and have a wonderful day on the water. That's my perfect ideal Saturday morning. Um, are you more of the athlete or the armchair quarterback? Uh, well, I was the backup quarterback in college, so I can understand being the armchair quarterback, but I'm definitely more of the athlete. I don't really enjoy watching football as much as I do playing it or, or playing any sport. So I'm definitely more of the athlete, but I will definitely chirp a bad quarterback if I see it. Uh, what keeps you motivated? Um, you know, my number one dream and goal in life is to be a dad, but also to coach high school football. So I want to grind. I want to make money so I can be at a point in life where I can put, you know, sell everything I'm done. I just want to be a dad, coach football, help kids get to college and be a great husband. And so until I get to that point, I'm going to work and grind my butt off and then just get to that point and live life. And after that, that was 11 questions with Tyler Cameron. We're about to take a break, but when we get back, we're going to be answering your live calls. So, Tune in. Hi. Aaron. How are you? What's going on? I'm newly married. And yeah. as of thank you. And we we were honeymooning in Florida. We went to Jupiter. It's so nice over there. But I was wondering if you had any advice as to how we can keep this like newlywed feeling alive since it's, you know, brand new, but what would you suggest? So what I would suggest one is always have a schedule, like have one date night dedicated every week. And there's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Like that's y'all's night. So it forces you to get out of the house. Cause I think it's so easy to get comfortable. Oh, we'll just sit inside and watch TV and order food again today. Oh, we'll sit inside. You know, like it's so easy to get comfortable, but mm -hmm. I think you got to keep going and doing different things and seeing different things. Um, I challenge y'all to go take dance classes every week. Oh, go take dance classes every week, maybe once or twice a week. You know, it's going to create so much more intimacy. It's just so much fun, you know, and it's like, it's something completely out of the ordinary, something totally different. It's a challenge for both of you guys. And you guys will learn how to pick each other up. There's so many vibe lessons that come from dancing. You have to both be vulnerable and you'll see a different side of each other. And it's, 
could be a fun activity, you know, and then go have a couple cocktails afterwards and, and that's your night. That sounds amazing. I wouldn't have thought to do that, but what's your favorite type of dance? Now I need to know. Um, so like me, mm-hmm. I would love to learn how to do like the mamba, like the ballroom dancing, all like that stuff. I think that stuff is fun because there's so many different types of dances to do within that. Salsa, mm-hmm. mar- you know, all that stuff, like merengue, bachata, all that. So if you could go out there and like, okay, this week we're going to learn, you know, the merengue or the bachata or, you know, all that stuff. Like I think ballroom, you know, Latin, all that stuff is a ton of fun. And so I would, I would definitely go for that. Awesome. I love that. We're totally going to do that. We'll Aaron, let you know how it goes. <laughs> Aaron, you, need to, you need to tag me in your stories and your posts so I can see y'all out there doing it. Oh, hundred <laughs> percent. Okay. All right. Thank you. you. Of course. Bye. Bye. Hi. Hey, how are you? How are you? Good, good. Nice to meet you. Where are you calling from? I'm calling from Indiana, the Midwest. There we go. So obviously I've been through breakups and everything, and there's always been something I've been dying to know from a guy's perspective. Um, I'm just curious how males process a breakup. Like if they really think about the person or if they actually get upset at night, if they feel lonely, like any of that. Yeah, we definitely feel all of those. Um, (laughs) We definitely feel all those. I still think about, you know, my past, you know, the people I, my recent, my really, my recent relationship. um, I still, you know, at night sometimes it keeps me up. I'm like, damn, what, you know, what the heck happened or why am I here? But like, that's all part of growth and learning and growing and, putting your past, but we definitely feel what y'all feel. You know, it's not just a one-sided thing, um, you know, and it's, it's kind of hard to understand because like for me, like when we break up and it's done, done, like I try to cut off all communication, you know, because I don't want to go back, you know? And so it's like, you don't know what the other person's feeling or how they're reacting, but it's definitely, uh, we would definitely feel it on both ends. So you, you, you know, on a breakup, you're not alone. No one wants to be there. Yeah, that's good to know. You never know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But don't go back. Don't go back. Of course. Don't, no, I've forward. learned. Keep going forward. <laughs> Perfect. Well, thank you. Yes, of course. Have a good one. Do the same. Bye. What's up, Becky? Hi, Tyler. How's it going? Good. How are you doing? Good. Where are you calling from? Los Angeles. LA. There we go. Yes, yes. Um, okay, Tyler, the question that I have for you to better understand men is what are some insecurities men have that women may not really think about or be aware of, or that it just are not obvious? Yeah. Um, I, I would say like, uh, a compliment goes a long way with us, you know, like, Oh, you, you know, the outfit looks good. Or you know, you look handsome today. Like, like, Hey, we'll be through the roof. You know what I mean? We'll be so happy. So stoked. You know, I think little things like that, you know, um, I think finances can be an insecurity. I know a lot of guys, you know, that you know I'm friends with, and even sometimes myself, I have my own insecurities within it, but they don't want to take the next step forward. You know, they don't want to get engaged because they don't have the money to get the right ring or to do this or to do that. So it holds them back. And I think it's more of an, it's an insecurity thing. And it's something that I think doesn't really make a, you know, a difference if you guys are really for each other, you know? And so I think finance is another big insecurity. Um, and then definitely like, you know, being in shape, you know, I think men who are out of shape definitely lose, lose confidence and men that are in shape, you know, they, 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 they have that confidence that's important. I know when I work out and, and, and I feel good about myself, I'm, I feel better about putting myself out there. But when I'm being a piece of crap and eating like crap 
I feel like crap. You know what I mean? And I'm not confident in myself to go put myself out there. And so you can have those insecurities as well. So I think those are the big three right there. Got it. So look good, feel good, make sure words of affirmation. Yeah. All exactly. of it. Good. Exactly. Awesome. Thank awesome. you, Tyler. Thank you. Hello. Hi, Tyler. How are you? Good, Jackie. How you doing? Good, good. Nice to meet you. So my question for you is, what do you do when a man is breadcrumbing you? Should you just leave or should you stick around because you know that there's something there? Breadcrumbing you. Give me give me the definition of breadcrumbing. Like, you know, he shows up, he like a couple of texts here and there, and then he'll disappear. Or he wants to hang out with you this weekend, but not the next weekend. And then when you yeah. do hang out, there's like good chemistry between you guys and you have an excellent time. Yeah. But then it's not like, not fully committed so i guess you can say he's half committed i guess that's what yep. breadcrumbing is like we yep. breadcrumbs. <laughs> yeah so so uh i don't like breadcrumbing I, I you know if i'm if i'm talking to someone i'm interested in and they're breadcrumbing me i'm not gonna like it you know mm -hmm. and uh you know i think the best thing to do is is, is be up front so i'm like you know I, i'm not for this i'm not just going to be someone you talk to here and there and mm -hmm. and if, if they're not for it then that's not your person you know you can you can move on with peace and just keep going. But I, I'm up front. I hate it. If you're going to lead me along, you know, keep me, uh, I'm good. I'm going to be up front with you, tell you how it is. And that's it. So, you know, I think it just comes with having a conversation because no one wants to be breadcrumb, yeah. you know, even yeah. though the chemistry is there and you feel good about it, say something or else you're always going to be like, like waiting and waiting and waiting. And that's the worst feeling in the world, you yeah. know, like hoping for the next text or the next call. Cause like you enjoy seeing that person, mm -hmm. but, have that conversation, be upfront. And if it, it goes your way, great. And if it doesn't, it just leading you to the next best thing. Then you know that that wasn't the person for you. <laughs> exactly, exactly. But it's tough. It's a hard, it's hard to have the conversation. It's yeah. hard to be forward and transparent, but you will feel so much better and you will get so much better at doing it once you do it, you know? Great. So, That's great advice. Thanks, Tyler. Yeah, it'll be beneficial. Right. <laughs> Thanks. Nice meeting you, Jackie. You too. What's up, Carly? Hey guys, how's it going? Good. Where are you calling from? I'm calling from Brooklyn. Brooklyn. There we go. Mm -hmm. We're neighbors. Really? Where do you live? Right, right in like the Lower East Side. Okay, cool. Yeah, I live in Williamsburg. There you go. So what's going on? Um, well, so I just recently moved to New York um, from Arizona. Congrats. Thank you. I love it. Um, I was in a three-year relationship and finally ready to start dating again. Um, so I know you live here and have experience with that. So I was just wondering like how, if you have any advice on meeting guys in the city without being on an app. Yeah, without being on the app. Um, I would, do you have a uh, good group of friends like girls yet? Yeah. Definitely get squat up with the girls and get out and just like, you know, New York, there's always people out, always people around, you know, if you go to a bar, you're always going to meet people. So get, get with your friends and just, just kind of go out, start mingling and start finding like the spots that everyone kind of hangs out at. Um, you know, there's, there's tons of bars and tons of restaurants that people are all at hanging out. I think that's the best way. Just, I wouldn't go to a club cause you're yeah. not going to be able to have a conversation with anybody, but go to, go to, go to, you know, a fun little bar. There's so many cool little spots in the city that are very intimate, but fun and got good people. Go to Due West. I like that place. Perfect. Great place to meet people. I'll and, put that uh, on the list. And, and, you know, we go there. It's fun. There's great people there all the time. And just, but it's like not loud, not overbearing. 
you know, yeah. and it's it's a good time. So so go to do West. Just just go Amazing. to do Amazing. I'll go tonight. <laughs> there you go. Well, I appreciate you calling. Yeah, thank you guys so much. Hi, Tyler. Hey, how are you? Good. How are you? Good. Where are you at? I'm in Greenville, South Carolina. Uh, I've been there. Yeah? Yeah, I went there for a wedding uh, last summer, or last February. Oh, nice. Yeah. Oh, okay, summer's Beautiful. hot. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm 28 and single, and I think it's getting a little frustrating and maybe a little discouraging um, meeting guys. I'm off the apps. Not, it's not for me. Um, and the majority of my friends are married. So that's mm -hmm. always fun going out with a bunch of married people. So I wanted to know if you had any insight on where to meet people, um, and ways to initiate like conversation with someone that aren't like having my married guy friend wingman me and just kind of like actually have some success. Cause it's rough out here. <laughs> yeah, no, I get it. Um, so I think, you know, going out in groups is fun. Um, I think, uh, just like kind of hitting like the happening areas, like not clubs, nothing like that, but like, mm -hmm. like a chill bar or a fun dinner spot where everyone gets drinks at, you know, like wherever it's like good to socialize at. Um, yeah. I've been to some spots in Greenville where it's not good to socialize at, but <laughs> yeah. uh, so you know the spots better than I do. It's an amazing place, but also like your married friends, like those are like, you align with those people. Like they, I guarantee you, like, the guys that they're married, you know, they're married to has friends that are the kind of aligned with the same thing. Yeah. And, you know, maybe they do stuff together and you can join, like, you know, go to their dinner parties or whatever. And you never know who they may bring or who, who you may meet. I know a lot of people that met somebody through their married friends, you know, so right. I would never close out that because I think, you know, your friends are your friends because you align with the same morals and values and things like that. And mm -hmm. so usually it's kind of all similar and whatnot. So I think, you know, don't, don't dish the, the married friends yet. Yeah. But, uh, but definitely like, you know, go hang out with places, you know, with your group of girls or whatever, so you can meet other groups of guys and whatnot, but then also like stick to your married friends and maybe do dinners and whatnot and mm -hmm. see, have them bring guys and friends and whatnot. So, yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you for calling. Yeah. Have a good day. Do the same. Bye. What's up, Sarah? So what's going on? So, um, this is probably different than the questions you've been getting, but I've been in a long-term relationship for like six years. I'm married, um, all that stuff. So my husband and I were kind of talking about it the other night. So I wanted to hear your take on it. What do you think that men need differently, um, in a long-term relationships, like keep things exciting and like fun and all that than diff than women do. And like, kind of, what do you think that is? Um, I, I, I think, you have to keep things fun and light. You know what I mean? And, and I mean, you're, you've been in a relationship longer than I have, but I'll tell you this, like one thing I've always dreamed of is like, I want to be able to, to go out with my, my wife and be able to do whatever we want to do. Like, so like if we're out at a dance party, I want to be able to dance with her. I want to be able to do this with her. Like we, like, we both know we can do this. So right. I challenge you. I just did this with someone else. They're in a long-term relationship earlier to go take dance classes with your husband okay. once a week, once a week or twice a week for a month. And it's going to show y'all a different side of each other, you know, and it's going to, you're going to, you know, you're going to be, have to be vulnerable. He's going to have to really come out of his comfort zone. Right. You're going to come out of yours. You have to be sexy in a different way. And, and so is he, and it's going to be fun. It's going to be goofy. Go have some drinks afterwards, like, and, and, and see where that goes. And, you know, you guys go out to eat somewhere and they're playing some music. You guys can go dance together. And like, I'm telling you, dancing is the most fun to have with someone else, you know? 
I like and, that idea. Uh, and I'm a terrible dancer, so I probably need to do that either way. Exactly. Go take some ballroom <laughs> dancing classes, learn some other styles of dancing, you know, and and so you can be anywhere and you can do anything together. You can just, you can have fun just by yourselves, you know, and and that's the most important thing is like if you can kick kick over the coffee table, make some room and put on some music and dance and have a hell of a night. That's going to it's going to it's going to last. It's going to do well. That is really good advice. I agree. And um, I'll have to look into it. Hey, I want to see dance classes. I need you to tag me in your dance classes so I know right. what's happening. <laughs> Deal, I'll do I it. I need a review. I need you to come back to me and tell me if this was a great idea or not. I can definitely do that. All right. <laughs> nice to meet you. Thanks. Nice to meet you. See you. Bye. Hey, how are you? Good. How are you? I'm Sucks. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you, too. What's going on? Um, I'm wondering if you have any advice for people in a relationship if their boyfriend's the jealous type. The jealous type. Ooh, that's tough. It's hard. Because that means he's dealing with some insecurities of himself, you know? Yeah. He's got to get past. And that's nothing you can do, you know? He's got to go through his own issues and his own battles to get through that. And if it's a guy you love and you stick around, you just got to try and, you know, comfort him and, and help him work through those insecurities. But you can't do things because they, if you want to go do something that makes you happy, go do it. If that makes him jealous, he's, he's got to work on that. You know, like, what's he jealous about? Um, just like if I go out without him or he's just like always worried about what I'm doing. Yeah. No, nah, he's got to learn how to get over that. Because like, yeah. if you guys are just going to make it and last forever, like that's what we all hope and dream for. He's not going to be able to do that all the time. You know, it's going to drive him crazy. And then it's going to more so drive you crazy because you're not going to be able, you're going to feel guilty going out and having fun. So to be honest, he's either got to, he's got to work through those insecurities himself and you can try and be there for him, but it's really a him issue not a you issue at all. You know, jealousy is a killer, you know, and hopefully he can get through it and all that, but you know, be there for him as as much as you can. But I'm telling you, those are his issues and not your issues. And you have to do what makes you happy and keep yourself happy. You got to go out with your girls. You got to go have a good time. You're not okay. doing anything wrong. You know, yeah. he's just got to get through that, his own issues. And, you know, there's, there may be something from his past that's, that's got him, you know, but his past is not your fault, you know? So yeah. he's got to learn to work through his own issues and, you know, it's up to you for how much you want to stick around and, and help work through it or not. Yeah. But don't let it beat your, don't, don't let it beat you up. Yeah. You know. Thank you. I appreciate it. Of course. Nice to meet you. Of course. Keep having fun. <laughs> or goodbye to my boyfriend. Hey, either one. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Thanks. I'll Bye. see you, Sally. How has your dating life changed since being on The Bachelorette? Um. It's definitely a lot more difficult because everyone you date is uh, is broadcasted for everyone to see uh, through paparazzis and tabloids and stuff like that. And then everyone wants to cast their opinion on the person you're dating. So it's definitely much more difficult and not more so for myself. But I just feel bad for the person I'm with because, you know, it can be a tough crowd and it can, there can be a lot of backlash towards that person. It's been a, something that's affected my past relationship. But uh it's also opened the doors a lot to, to me, me meeting a lot of people as well. So it's got its uh, pluses and negatives for sure. Is it harder to find a more genuine connection since being in the spotlight? Do men prefer a popular woman? Do guys take into consideration the number of social media followers a girl has? 
Um, if a guy is taking into consideration the number of social media followers a girl has, he's an idiot. Um, that has nothing to do with the person you're talking to and uh, very shallow and immature. So uh, if a guy is doing that, that's a red flag. Um, do men prefer a popular woman? No, I think, uh, you know, I think being in this limelight and popular world, like it's, it's, it's refreshing to have those that aren't popular and those that are popular, you know, it's all about how it's just about the connection, about who the person is. Um, but uh, is it harder to find a more genuine connection since being in the spotlight? Yes and no. Um, you know, you definitely are more careful and more uh, worried about, you know, their intentions and that. But it's, uh, it's, it's, I'd say it's a little bit harder. How many DMs do you get from women each day? Do you look at all your DMs? <laughs> There's a lot of DMs, a lot of DMs from, from, from women. Uh, do I look at all of them? I look at some. Some of them crack me up. Some of them keep me posted what's going on. Um, or if I want to get a reaction of something stupid I posted on social media, see what they're saying, I'll check it out. But that's pretty much it. Um, should women shoot their shot in a guy's DMs? Yeah, shoot your shot. Um DM sliding is not too aggressive. Uh, the next question is, are sliding into the DMs aggressive or attractive? It's attractive. It's attractive. Go for it. Shoot your shot. Um, if you're into somebody, go for it. You know, men and women need to be shooting shots. Everyone needs to be shooting shots and going for it. Uh, so women, shoot away. We love it. It's hot. It's amazing. If a DM does work, what type of message catches your eye? Come with some humor. Uh, I love humor. I love, you know, someone that can say something funny or, or throw me off a little bit. So definitely go for that. Um, and let's do one more. Social media can be tough. Do guys compare themselves to other guys the way girls do? Uh, I believe, yeah, I, I believe a lot of guys do compare, you know, you know, it's it's the whole keeping up with the Joneses deal. You know, we all want to, you know, live the life. And, we, you know, I follow big entrepreneurs and, you know, people that I look up to and whatnot. And I'm like, damn, I got this house, but he's got this many houses, you know, which is, which is easy to do, but it's, it's very harmful to do to yourself as well. So, uh, you know, don't compare yourself to anybody. You are your best own person. And if you compare yourself, you're going to steal the joy of your life away. So no more comparing, love yourself and be good with yourself. That's all I got for you. Thank you guys for having me. Uh, I talked a lot about dancing on here, telling everyone to go dance because dancing changed me and made me so you know, vulnerable, help me with my vulnerability and put myself out there. Go out there and watch The Real Dirty Dancing on Tuesday nights. You can see how my story has changed from dancing and see the people around me, how dancing has made them feel, you know, getting intimate, connecting with themselves again. Dancing can do so much. So check out The Real Dirty Dancing Tuesday nights, 9 p.m. Eastern time and West Coast time. Uh, I don't know how all those times work, but yeah, check it out. It's an amazing show, a lot of fun. And we all compete to see who's the best Johnny and the best baby. So. Tune in. Thanks for listening to How Men Think, an iHeartRadio London audio production.